everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Ambition on Fleek. I'm your co-host, Peng Peng Lee. And I'm your other co-host, Janae Honest. And in this podcast, we want to inspire and motivate you through our unique stories from our gymnastics experiences. We're both NCAA national champions, and we think we know what it takes to be successful athletes. So through the sport of gymnastics, we've learned the importance of balance when it comes to the emotional, physical, and mental sides of life. But are we talking about gymnastics today? No. We have a special guest. (laughs) He comes from the football world. (laughs) Reveal yourself. You can talk at any point oh, in time. Oh, he's he just said told me. I was sitting here just like, he's wow, who are we like, talking about? Is he going to come through the door? Like, that's crazy. That's a good intro, huh? Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, guys, how you doing? Oh, sorry to say my name Wait, and all that. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to introduce him because oh, you know his I full know. name, but I didn't know his full name. Or I could say my full name. Oh, say okay. your, give so, us the lay down on you. The lay down. Okay, well, I am, my name is Austin Jemai Roberts. I'm 6'2", 249. Oh. <laughs> full bio. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but, um. Um, name's Austin Roberts. Uh, I went to college with, uh, Pang and Janae and I'm very, very happy to be here. Um, currently was just with the Los Angeles chargers until Thursday of last week. And now I am a, currently a NFL free agent and awesome. enjoying life. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And Grant, we all left college at the same time, even though Pang's like five years older than us. You know, it's fine. We don't have to keep bringing it up today. <laughs> I just had to mention that. I get it. I'm older than you. You guys are younger. It's fine. Let's go in front of somebody and ask who's older. Let's play that game. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So before we get into our topic, we're going to do our perfect 10 segment. And Austin, do you know what our perfect 10 segment is? Take a guess. I know what a perfect 10 is from y'all's gymnastics meets, but the perfect 10 segment, is it like 10 rapid fire questions? I just got to answer them. That's pretty good. Top of my head. That is pretty good. But no. But no. <laughs> Dang. Sorry. Y'all. So the perfect 10 segment is anything that you're proud of that you've done in the week, in the day. It can be big or small, um, but it's important to celebrate those little successes that you're proud of. So, well, first and foremost, I woke up this morning. So there you go. Uh, you think that's funny? You know oh. how many people don't wake up? Hey, that's mm-hmm. true. Man. So, you know, of course, you know, woke up this morning, but something I'm proud of, man. Um, Let's see. I took my sister to her first job, you know, there was a, and then took her, took her shopping afterwards. Cause I was like really proud of her. Alyssa. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my little sister's name is Alyssa. She's a little demon, but we all <laughs> no, love she's her. not. She's like the best of the three siblings in my opinion. Well, I mean, you're, you're a demon yourself. So, <gasps> wow. Bezos, so Janae and Austin are very good friends. I actually haven't talked to Austin that much. I know she, she said around. this to She's me. She's been around. Yeah. <laughs> I said, go ahead, Janae. Highs and buys, highs and buys every, every mm-hmm. now and then. Oh, yeah. yes. I also told Janae, I said, does Austin talk? <laughs> I said, will he elaborate on our podcast? Or I know. I, you know, some uh, people just go, yeah, it was fine. Like uh, they just I, answer no, yes or just, no questions. I, I talk. I just don't. It's like, you know, it just depends on if I got something to say, you know. Janae knows I got a lot to say. Oh, my God, yes. So yeah. We'll be fine. <laughs> you know, you just ask me how my day is, you know. That's, That's the easy true. Way. We, we really don't cross paths much, though. <laughs> it's no. either Janae goes, I'm hanging out with Austin. Or then, okay, I'll come hang out with you. Or, oh, yeah, I'm hanging out with Austin. <laughs> and family. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Papa Honest. Oh, sure. Papa, <laughs> Honest. Papa Honest. We should get him on the podcast. He'll really oh, that'd be us. amazing. 
give it no, a we would be smell. here. We would be here for three hours. I think you just drop but the that's not going to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my perfect 10 moment, it actually happened today. So my tire pressure in one of my tires is low. And so I put air in my tire for the first time this morning. You want to hear something crazy? What? I put air in my tires today too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just happy because I've never done that ever in my life. And I actually did it right with them. Um, awesome. Looks like guidance. he has something to say. Nah, nah, nah. I'm not going to be rude yet. <laughs> yet. You I know. Do I'd, whatever you want. So I know just, I can do what I want, but you know, I just, I just woke up from a nap not too long ago. And you know, I just don't want to, you know, start roasting Gina quite yet. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. So he calls her Gina. Yeah. So that's, that's my nickname. nickname. Mm-hmm. Long story. We'll get to that later. But <laughs> oh, I was going to say it's not that long. But <laughs> well, yeah, it isn't that but we'll long. Get to, we'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. Yeah. But just know that um, he never called. If, if he calls me Janae, it's serious. Like you're, I'm yeah, in trouble. You're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, my perfect 10 moment of the day was I bought a new suitcase. <laughs> I mean, so I'm, I'm getting ready for this big... Oh, no, no, that's not true. My perfect 10 moment was saying yes to myself and no to somebody else. Because I think since I'm leaving this week, a lot of people are trying to uh, just get lunch or get dinner. But lunches, you have to go out. You, It's an hour and a half. I did not have time for lunch today. Mm-hmm. So I invited the person over to my house instead. Alex Waller, one of my best friends. But I just asked her if it was okay for her to come over because I needed to pack. So that was my perfect 10 moment of the day because I knew I had to continue packing. And if I didn't, I would be 10 times more stressed than I was after. Everybody is just trying to get a last piece of paying before she goes in like five days. No, honestly, we all start crying after that piece is gone. (laughs) Every time I meet with someone, I keep crying. So it's been a very emotional week. Yeah, that was me. So this is this is me not being, you know, in paying circle like that. But where are you going? She's going home. Her visa expires. What? I'm going to Toronto, Canada. That ain't too bad. Yeah, but it's still a five and a half hour flight away. But that's just five and a half hours of a very long life, you know. Just, just sit down, take a nap. You're good. <laughs> thanks, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> so that's his advice. Yeah, so might thanks. As well take that. <laughs> should make it uh, I guess I'll take that advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you want to introduce the topic? Sure. So, Austin, the reason why we brought you when we thought you would be perfect for this topic because mm-hmm. I actually do remember talking to you. I think your freshman year, and you had an ACL injury and you had a bunch of pins in your knee. Ooh, and I that. asked you what happened, and I remember talking to you for a slight second because I I could relate to you for a little bit. But um, the reason why we brought you on and we want to talk about, we want to talk about reoccurring injuries and how to overcome that. Because I think every athlete, no matter what sport, gymnastics, football, any sport, they go through reoccurring injuries, whether it be small or big. But I think you are perfect for this topic because you had two big reoccurring injuries. Oh, yeah. And I just think your story is just really unique and inspiring. So I wanted you to tell your side because his fresh. So it was both of our freshman year. And I do remember coming in and there was just I'll just never remember. I'll I'll never never remember. I will always remember the first time I saw Austin and it was like fresh out of surgery. And there was this. He was like known as the freshman, the football freshman that blew out his knee. Like, that's just what we heard. Like, oh, my gosh, so sad. And I just remember seeing him with glasses. Um, Hadn't had a haircut in a minute. (laughs) 
and he was going into Acosta, struggling to open up the door. So I was like, he needs help. Let me just hold the door open. <laughs> Does UCLA even have a golf cart for purposes like that? Because No, Mm-mm. and I was really upset that they didn't. I like, had to struggle with you, Austin, because I was limping up and down the hills with my stiff leg cast. And I looked uh, like you, you I was waddling. Cast? Yeah, I was waddling. I think I remember. I remember. I think you were probably in a brace for two weeks, but it was a straight leg brace. It was a straight leg brace, and I was in like three days after surgery, I was crutching up that hill. So, what happened? Actually, let's just start with what what, happened. What um, what injuries have you had that was reoccurring? So, like lead up until coming into UCLA, and four scores and seven years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but um, it was the summer, like our summer right before um school starting. So it was in July. July 15th, that's when it happened. Uh, we were doing a, a player run workout. And, you know, I was feeling myself. I was having a good little time. You know, I was running fast. I knew the plays. I was running great routes and whatever. Then um, I get up there, just try to run a little little post-corner route. And um, for those that don't know what a post-corner route is, I'm going one way. I'm going to break, like, breaking left and breaking right, whatever. But um, <laughs> I'm glad you elaborated. Yeah, because I, I was, was like, not, I didn't know what was going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> The route. Yeah, I'm not gonna get into the route specifics because you know that's boring. But <laughs> but so you know, I was running a good route. I made the first break, and my left leg was planted in the ground. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna just get out of this break and just go catch the ball. Then I'm not gonna name no names um, because that'd be kind of lame. But the guy covering me <laughs> pulled me down while my leg was stuck, and I literally felt like three pops in my knee. Just pop, pop, pop. <laughs> he tore. You didn't you tore like everything in your ACL, knee. LCL, MCL, and a partial PCL. And he walked off the field, y'all. I am laying down and waiting for a stretcher, but mm. he walked off. I don't know how. I he had too did. much pride. I was like, nope, I'm <laughs> like, that was, that was pride. coach, coach, listen, um, we got to. I got to be carried off at this point. Yeah. So, you just want to talk about the first one, or do you want to talk about the second one? Oh, well, we're I'm we, gonna, we're going to ask yeah. you questions. Okay. Okay. Oh, go. I mean, is, is, is there show? more you want to say? Ain't too much more to it, man. <laughs> you know, freshman freshman's football season, gone. Man. Okay, so we actually all have something in common. We all have had major knee injuries, and Pang and Austin are actually more related. We're twins. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they've had to have they've had multiple ACL injuries, but we've also had multiple knee surgeries, at least more than two, right? <laughs> um, so I actually wanted to ask you, because that was your first major injury, right? Other than being dropped in my head as a baby. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> okay. <I> so, can't. <laughs> so that's actually pretty amazing going through because football is a very intense sport and aggressive. I never wanted to do powder puff because of that reason. So to go through your whole career, or not whole career, but to get up to college, not having an injury, and then getting into college—it's a new chapter. School kind of technically hasn't started yet, or the football season, and then you have this major injury. What was your first initial? mindset or your thought the first thought that came into my mind was i want my mom definitely definitely was that because i mean yeah your testosterone is raging your 18 year old 18 18 year old but still your 18 year old kid you were just at home a couple months ago it's like you don't know how to handle that stuff i mean oh yeah you know everybody is like all your friends are you know they're there but you know they're everyone's worried about themselves and you know fortunately i had my had family out there that kind of took care of me and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, definitely uh, just wanted to go home, see my mom, get some Angel Roberts uh, mac and cheese and fried uh, fried chicken. Uh, Gina knows all about that. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I made it for her one time, too. 
Wasn't as good, Bomb. but still good. <laughs> Once again, guys, food comes up in an episode on how much I love to eat. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Donations are always welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And so you have the surgery. And after you have the surgery and just, you know, uh, post-surgery is just never, ever fun. Honestly, yeah. it's the absolute worst because you're not fully there. Like your head, you're like, yeah, I'm fine, but I can't really function. Mm -hmm. Did you know how important rehab was going to be and how long re that recovery was going to take and how imperative rehab was going to be for you because it was your ACL? Because you always hear about the stories of guys coming back in like six, seven months. It's like, oh, I'm going to be just like that. Then, you know, you wake, you get up on the surgery table, you wake up and you see your knees just split open. You got a cut whatever you didn't think you're going to get cut at. And then everything hurts. Then, um, I got to get into the whole like, absolute day by day process. Cause you know, I got, as I, I had negative opinions about how I handled everything <laughs> and how I was handled. Um, the first, uh, couple oh. of days, then, but then after that, you know, once I realized like, this is how, what I got to do. Um, you're just going to buy into it. You know, it's, it's tough, you know, not, it's not built for, you know, the normal man or woman, but you know, it's, it's something. <laughs> how did you, how did you deal with, I know cause we cover this a little bit, but how did you deal with being on the team still, but having to go through rehab? So did that uh, change your mentality post-op? Because it is, we always talk about it is so hard when someone's injured and you just see everyone out there. But I, I just want, I'm curious to see from your perspective, especially from a male perspective. I didn't, you yeah. know, I like how you brought up, you know, guys just think that they can come back and girls are like, eh, nah. so sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But it, it's just a cool, um, I just like listening to your opinions. Mm. So I remember I tried to be part of the team, like um, uh, for the first, <laughs> like, for the first, for the first two weeks, you know, they left me for training camp and I'm like, oh shoot, they just going to keep on going. And. I missed a meeting one time because my knee hurt and then nobody asked where I was. So I'm like, <sighs> I said, I'm just. Wow, not this is. Pause. This is so different. <laughs> yeah, because their team is massive. It's a too. massive team. And it's, it's not a, it's like, it's a, not a knock on how UCLA was run. Like, you know, 20 or 2014 season, we won 10, 11 games. So, you know, the program was run just fine. It's just like, um, it's just like, they're so worried about the guys they got that they can't really, they don't forget about you, but they just, you know, Push you off to the side a little bit. Push you off to the side a little bit. And I mean, if I'm a coach and I got, if I got, you know, all these guys that are able to play, of course, I'm naturally going to kind of sort of not forget, but kind of give more attention to the guys that are, that are going to help us win, help us keep a job. And uh, so once I found out, uh, found out about that, I just kind of, you know, phased out. Like when there's meetings and stuff, you know, I just kind of chill out in the room. <laughs> I, I go eat a Covell, like it. I had some fun once I once my knee stopped hurting. I was able to go around a little bit, you know, go to TDX Thursday night. Like it, it was <laughs> TDX was a heck of, so, heck, TDX, heck of a fraternity. Okay, man. TDX was popping back then. Back, back then, not not now no more. But um, back then, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, so TDX for y'all that don't know, it's it was the like the football frat because football players were in the frat, correct? I don't mm -hmm. know if that's still Only the case. Only place we can get in. Yeah, because fraternities actually didn't let other guys in unless you knew somebody of somebody. Mm -hmm. And so the athletes normally weren't as welcome, which I is, we had to, I we mean, had to we're the- in all the time. It was great. <laughs> Ooh, it was great. You were getting an inside scoop. You really UCLA. are. I'm just college. <laughs> yeah, this is true. So it, it didn't bother you that you weren't, that you were left out? Uh. Uh, cause that, cause I knew I was going to come back and be able to 
be able to play like um, my next four years. You know, I definitely, you know, the coaches uh, still believed in me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, and I'm a coach's son. My father, he coached in the NFL, college NFL since I was a baby. So I know how that process goes. Mm. So it was, it's just weird going through it, but you kind of know, you know, know how it is. Oh, yeah. This is so, so it's so different because in gymnastics, we always say if you're injured, you still want to be a part of the team. Uh, y'all are definitely meeting. a lot more like this. Right. Than we are so different. So, so to be the biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So going through those injuries when you are injured, do you feel like you have to really focus on just yourself then? Yeah, that's kind of the only way to get through it. You know, you got to be a little selfish. You know, there's yeah, I had some fun nights. I. You know, probably did some things I probably shouldn't have done, but there are times when, you know, your knee is sore or, you know, you got to you gotta get up for rehab in the morning and the guys want to go go to Fat Sal's at one o'clock. Oh, and then you're just like, house. I just had some today. <laughs> oh, man. First thing I did when I got to town was pull up the Fat Sal's, got a fat Jerry, no onions. Oh, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Yeah, it's the best. But no, yeah, you got to be selfish. You got to take care of yourself first. And then, um, you know, you keep keep working at it and eventually... You know, you get success comes your way and you kind of get those fun nights back towards the tail end, which I found out last year Mm. when I was in college. And were there any dips in your mentality? We call these funks. So when you kind of dip low and you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) That's That's good to know. Because it is a long recovery. ACL is crazy long or longer than it's not six months. One day you're running, you think you're running good. And actually time you're 40 and dang, you're running four seven. You used to be running four fives. And then it's just like, wow. I suck. I'm trash. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> but then you just got to trust the process. Like, um, uh, oh, we're, we're going to save the right knee for a little bit later in the podcast. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was going to start talking about that, but we'll save that for later <laughs> because, because, um, what I learned from my left one helped me out with this one. Um, oh, well, man. we, we can story. bring up. So basically Austin yeah. has had two ACL surgeries and this, when we talk about reoccurring injuries, it happens, guys. It, you think, you know, you could blow out one knee one day and blow out the next knee the other day. And sometimes you just need a surgery to fix it all back up. But Austin has definitely been through it all. And what's interesting about your story is that they're completely parallel and it's just very strange. So fast forward to four years. Four years, 2018. Los Angeles Chargers training camp. Costa Mesa, California. <laughs> Uh, I don't know the exact date now, so sorry. Can't have time on that yet. <laughs> Wait, no, Ju- July 28th. July 28th. Oh, my gosh. July training yeah. camp. Yep. Training camp in college. Training camp for NFL. It wasn't oh, wow. training camp in college. It was, it was close. But okay, summer, whatever. It was still July. So, it was, <laughs> dang, it was, dang, I did not notice that. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. Oh, dang. But, yeah, so I was just running, a, running an out route. So, you know, just running 10 yards and turning hard one direction. And this time there was no contact. My knee just just gave out. And this was the other knee, correct? This was the right one. This was supposed to be the good knee. I always mm. used to say that. I don't got myself. good knees no more, man. <laughs> it's just, I just got knees. I don't have any healthy ACLs. <laughs> That's what my brother told me. I don't have no ACLs. I got a, I got a, a patella and I got a quad, like where my ACL should be. That's crazy. I didn't think about it that but way. Yeah, so then I, so yeah, I, broke my knee popped then you know it just kind of went all over and then um i was kind of heartbroken because i worked all summer just to because i was an undrafted free agent so you're at the bottom of the barrel you know it's almost like being a walk-on um bottom of the barrel you know you're walking on thin ice 
And I got hurt, and I thought they was going to cut ties with me, just pay for the surgery, and it's like, all right, you're on your own. And then, um, you know, I was blessed to be put on injured reserve for a year. So I was able to be with the team, rehab with them, um, go to meetings, um, and just, you know, experience um, the life of an NFL player, you know, kind of feeling a lifelong dream of just being able to call yourself an NFL athlete. So how did you deal with the second injury, knowing that you had a lot more that was riding on that injury? Because, you know, I feel like the first time you were you figured it out, you weren't really part of the meetings, you mm -hmm. know, you know what I mean? And so you took that time for yourself. But how did you deal with that the second time? Well, the second time, um, I definitely applied myself a little bit more because you're this time you're in the NFL. It's not like in college you have four years guaranteed. Um, for most schools, if you're on scholarship, NFL, like as I learned, you can be one year and then you're just cut. Wow. But, um, you know, so I made sure to be like seen in the building, go to meetings, um, go to as many practices as I can, even though I can't participate, uh, get treatment in the, in the facility, and just be around the guys, you know. And uh, it's definitely, it's definitely a lot better. It, I feel like it took a little bit, a little bit better care of me up here than they did at UCLA. Not just UCLA, but it's just like, you know, in the NFL, they can focus a little bit more on, mm -hmm. you know, on their athletes. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like my first year, even though I didn't play, I still found many successes, you know, kind of learned more about the game of football, um, kind of learned how to uh, be a professional, like just in regards to life, just, you know, showing up, showing up to work, presenting yourself. And, uh, yeah, I just it was just a really good learning experience and kind of helped set me up for whatever's next in my life, whether I play another down or not. So, and you brought this up earlier. So, what did you learn from your left to apply to your right knee? Right. Do yeah. the yeah. Do the rehab. Like it, it hurts. <laughs> That's what I'm we say too. <laughs> like when I say when I say pump your ankle the day of your surgery, like after you get up, pump, pump your that ankle. ankle. <laughs> You got to bend your knee, man. Bend your knee. <laughs> like, it's like they give you the keys to success. Like, and I wish I had listened to that when I was younger because now, like, we just tested my 40 and I'm running four or five like I used to. Y'all, he's Ooh. really fast if you don't know. Like, he's actually. I'm not that fast. There's guys you're, running you're four three. Hey, like, hey, it's hey. Just, it's just I'm heavy. That's what makes it impressive. <laughs> That's what makes it impressive. That's what makes it impressive. <laughs> well, I'm light and slow. No, <laughs> That's what makes it impressive. What would I even run? I don't even know what I would run. I oh, just hit his head on the microphone. I know. I'm not used to wearing hats. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I haven't gotten a haircut in a minute. So, you know. I just looked over at him and he was... <laughs> that was so funny to me. See, I'm trying to play it cool over here, man. I know. You know? He just and did it and then just out. walked away. <laughs> um... So when you're going through, I, I like how you said, do the rehab and make sure that you're really diligent with the rehab because it's exactly what I went through too with my second ACL. When you had your second ACL injury, were you thinking, were there any negative thoughts that came to your head? Oh, kind of like I'm done with the sport or even, oh my gosh, I have to go through another year of rehab. Because I feel like most people would relate, will relate on this, um, that there are a lot of negative thoughts. Yeah, definitely. My first thought was I'm done. Like, yeah. I can't do this no more. Like, if they got to fillet me like a fish again. Like, I, I'm not ready for this. But the um, Dr. Uh, Gazan I believe it's David Gazaniga for the Los Angeles Chargers did a really good job with the surgery, you know, doing the quad grafts instead of patella, which is way less invasive. And I was walking in a matter of days instead of weeks. And um, it was just a, a way smoother 
rehab process. And, um, yeah, it was just, uh, like just the whole, and also knowing, uh, what's, what to expect this time, this go, this time around after all those negative thoughts, um, kind of leave your head is definitely a huge help. I remember going through my second ACL surgery and just thinking I was completely devastated because I think I knew exactly what was ahead of me. And it was so monotonous that I just couldn't even think or fathom that I had to go through another year of monotonous injury. So were there any, was there anything that helped you go through that rehab? Like, cause I remember I found music uh-huh. and music really helped me get through those injuries. And so I'm just curious. See, like, I would, what you I would say, I would say music, but I can't sing or rap. So, you know, I can't really relate. <laughs> Heck I can't even dance, man. <laughs> You know, You've I just got, got rhythm. I just got rhythm, but yeah, but you know, You're fast. I, it's fine. <laughs> it's impressive. I mean, I just got rhythm. That's it. But um, what did I do? What did I do? Okay, this is gonna sound kind of dumb, but um, uh, the first thing I bought um when I got to the league was a Nintendo Switch, like a little, like a, like a little um. Portable I can game visualize system. it. But. Little portable game system, <laughs> and I don't know why I downloaded this game called Legend of Zelda and. Oh, I love Zelda. And like literally, <laughs> literally when the t- when the doctors were like doing like soft, like you know they do they call it soft tissue. Like you know you think it's gonna be relaxing or whatever, no, but like you know painful. your knee your knee is all swollen and purple. Ooh. So I would just sit there and play that game while they're you know just digging and trying to get all the scar tissue out. And that really kind of, and as silly as it sounds, that really helped me out. Like just it kind of distract me. Uh, and um, yeah. Just like that video game. I also feel like you need sometimes need distractions with mm. injuries just because if you think about the injury so much, it's going to just turn negative or even too much focus on it, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> what do you think, Janae? No, I do think that. I think it's also, um, no, actually distractions are really good. That's interesting that you say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that helped you stay positive too? Or Absolutely. <laughs> just the video game? Positively. <laughs> Positively. <laughs> I didn't have that British accent on it. Positively. Positively. I'm horrible with accents. I'm not even going to try. So do you think there is a gender difference of how ladies or women handle injuries rather than men? I think women are definitely better in the whole, like, knowing how to handle, like, taking the information given. Like, they told you, they told you to do ankle pumps in bed. We're not going to do it because the junk hurts, but y'all will do it because that's what you need to do. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean. And, like I mean, discipline, right? Yeah. Just, just, yeah. yeah. Your guys are, I want to say you guys, but like women, I believe are definitely more disciplined than men um, in certain things. Like, um, and yeah. Okay. So your dad played in the NFL too, right? Fredo. Yes, man. Fredo. Fredo. <laughs> Fredo. <laughs> so he played and coach. How did that. How did your dad being in the role that he is affect you pursuing your own athletic dreams? Cause you do love the sport, correct? So it wasn't like he was yeah, pushing I, I, it I, on I had you. to I had to learn to love it, man. I had to. Um you know, I always just play football because I was good at it, you know, just I made friends because of it. But you know, in, in college and when it gets hard, you gotta it's like you gotta love it or you're gonna quit, you know, because mm-hmm. not everything's gonna go your way. But um you know, my dad, he he actually helped me, uh, you know, even get to the NFL because after UCLA, you know, I had a couple of surgeries. I also had a hand surgery, by the way, but I had a couple of surgeries. Oh, knee hurt. I was tired. It's like I just look, you just wanted to stop playing football. 
then I remember a message. He's, I still have that message saved. He said, you know, you're good enough to play um, in the next level, right? So then I was like, oh, what the hell? Why not? You know what? <laughs> I am good enough to play. Yeah. Okay, well, what, okay, this is a better question. All right. Here we go. What advice do you have for younger athletes who are going through a major injury or the same reoccurring injury? Like, what would you tell them? I would say, like, I, like I've been saying before, uh, throughout the whole podcast, do your rehab, show up, you know, even if you feel like your trainers don't know what they're talking about. They went to school for years for this. They know what they're talking about. But also, um, put your blinders on. Don't don't go online and see who who's recovering from this faster or this slower because everybody everybody's bodies heal differently. And also, a lot of the athletes that don't come back quicker, even you know myself, like I came back stronger, is because we have you know more access to certain things. You know, um, just being in the NFL and um, other professional leagues. You know, in high school, you don't have access to you know. Um, like um, almost round the clock treatment and um, all these, you know, super remedies and stuff that get kind of pricey. So, you know, just gotta, you just gotta um, worry about yourself and take it, take it uh, day by day. I think Janae and I talked about us on the other podcast, but we said be open to new treatments mm-hmm. because kind of like what you're saying at the NFL, they almost provide you all these new mm-hmm. or this access to all these treatments. And we're saying we were telling younger athletes just to be open-minded about just trying something different because you never know it's going to help you. Mm-hmm. I remember um, one thing that they had me try because they took a quad graft, so my quad was really tight um, recovering. So we did a de- um, went to actually acupuncture guy that works with the team and did a deep needling and it kind of it's awful. terrible. It is sounds as bad awful. as it's as bad as it sounds. <laughs> I'm cringing. It is. Oh boy, I got no amount of Zelda was going to get me through that. Stuff. <laughs> so. No, it's like you just sit there and they kind of poke at it. And then it's, it's just really a way to kind of, I was, I wouldn't call it a quick fix, but it's like it unlocks your muscle. Like it releases it. It releases it. Mm-hmm. So you can make it easier for you to kind of get that stretch that you need mm-hmm. and help elongate it. Cause I know I had a lot of scar tissue, you know, in the quad area. That was honestly the hardest part about coming back was the quad rather than, you know, the knee. Mm-hmm. Quad still kind of gives me issues to this day. So he's right yeah. about having the, um, access to different things to help you come back faster because his surgery was after mine and he was walking before me. So I shouldn't have been doing that. I was in so much pain that night. Oh goodness. <laughs> I was out here ask, asking, uh, asking for pain meds. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a diff- a more different question that doesn't really have to relate to your knee, but in the four years of being at UCLA, because you know, we do um, the podcast is like what we've talked, what we've taken from, being in college, what area do you think you've grown the most out of the four years? Socially, big time. <laughs> oh my God! Wow. <laughs> Jen, Janae can attest to this, man. My first year, my first. You didn't think I was going to say that? No, it's the was, most obvious one. I was thinking, you know, mentally, <laughs> athletically, academics. You know, I mean, I, it, it it helps that I don't sound like this anymore. <laughs> Literally, hey, how are you? That was my voice. It was it was horrible. And that's why when I approached Austin in his freshman year, we didn't talk much. But then now, you know, I come on here and be like, yeah, it was good. Oh, my God. They got that voice drop now. Kind of soda. What helps socially? I'm like curious. So I also want to know that how did the social part help you grow as a person? Yeah. And how did it help your athletics? Okay. So what happened socially? I was always a weirdo. And that, that's, 
that's not a lie. I just had to kind of embrace it. You know, that was, that's who I am. And, you know, I was kind of found out that I was kind of, you know, kind of weird, the weird, the weird guy that people want to be around because it's just like, it's just funny. So So I just got I just had to stop being like self-conscious. Like, yo, people like you, like for who you are. You You're don't just gotta, so intriguing. Like, I hope yeah, you know that. Yeah. Just had to, just had to embrace my natural weirdness and, um, help me on the field. Um, I don't know how much it would help me. It helped me when I got to the NFL. Cause I just, um, kind of threw guys off if um, in practice, I'd be, I'd make a big play and it's kind of come back, you know, joking, like, a, or a guy's talking crap. And I say, Hey, you're doing a great job. It's just like, wait, what, why are you, why are you complimenting me for making you look bad? You know, just kind of reverse psychology a little bit. Hey, but that's good though. I think, I think all aspects of life will help you in athletics mm-hmm. if you want it to. And I think socially too, because you're comfortable with yourself, that means you're just going to do better because now that's something you don't have to worry about. Now you can put all your focus on the field. Right. And also you can be a better teammate too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just learn more about yourself than you've ever known before, especially in college. Oh my gosh. Especially you, in you college. You ain't around your parents anymore. You got, you, got you independent adults. and then you wanted to be independent and you're you like, am I ready to be independent? <laughs> you got drama. So many things happen. School. Oh, yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to add to uh, this podcast? This anything else you want the listeners to know about you or us? To know about you that we don't already know well now that i'm here i can say that my ambition is on fleek yeah, yeah. wait that was really good mm-hmm. snaps <laughs> i love we'll it snap on that <laughs> <laughs> but no i really appreciate y'all uh let me come on here and tell my story you can find me at 1873 nah. <laughs> 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 no um don't don't follow me on twitter i'm boring on twitter because i got eyes on me but my instagram is underscore agent 88 underscore it would be my number that i wore for the chargers but instagram won't let me change anymore that was my college number oh yeah oh, interesting interesting so yeah people some people ask me that but in case they wondered if anybody decides to add me and then <laughs> and then um let's see yeah you gonna get people in the it. dms what are you working on now oh well, or what are you looking forward to well, right now, um, what's in the future of Austin? Future of Austin, you know, being Jemaya a free, Roberts. being a free agent, you know, and just staying in shape and uh, seeing if anybody else calls. But also in the meantime, I'm doing some work with the NFLPA because um, I just did a, recently did an internship with them, and they're currently in town for the NFL rookie premiere. So I'm going to go up there and help them uh, help them out with stuff and also learn about how they secure sponsors, how they throw the event. And like what they do for the players. Wait, that's so cool. That's Was awesome. the internship you had in DC? Mm-hmm. That one? Yep. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I like how you're doing more than just athletics because you are a great person. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I know I can't, I was like, I'm a product of my, uh, of both my grandfathers. Both my grandfathers worked since they were like eight years old and wow. I can't sit still, you know? Oh my God. He's been swaying in this chair this whole time too. <laughs> I got undiagnosed ADHD. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true, man. Mm-hmm. it's okay I can't stay still either yeah. well thank you again for Austin for coming on this episode of Ambition on Fleek mm-hmm. and make sure you like you rate you subscribe and you review this episode on wherever you listen to these podcasts and give it five have, stars please yes five stars five, five stars, stars yes and if you have if you have any questions you can tweet at us at PangPangSeely or at Janae Honest for more questions with the hashtag Ambition on Fleek see you guys next time Bye.